rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Yo, what's happening? I'm pissed off. My name is Tara Devlin. <laughs> I have a knot in my stomach. I thought I'd come and share with you the therapy, my therapists, my online therapist. Thank you all for hanging out. We do some weekday specials. We usually meet every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And then we're rebroadcast starting 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices, the amazing Progressive Voices app. If you haven't downloaded it, stop what you're doing and download it. And support Progressive Voices. That's the real progressive media. This is the liberal media here. It's pretty shabby, I know, but you're looking at it. And what else? Yeah, we meet here usually, but I try, you know, on Saturdays. That's our regular spot. But I try to do weekday specials. I'm trying to do more of them so we can find a diverse base or more people in general. We're in that catch-22 of wanting to do a daily show, but not having enough patrons, basically, or support in that sense. And... um so not being able to do a daily show until we get enough patrons. And I feel like it's tough to get enough patrons because we're not doing a daily show. So that's, that's part of the problem. We have to be consistent. So I try to put out more content. I know um, we are really building a very tight-knit community. I, I'm really... Um, touched and amazed and feel uh, awesome about what we are what we're building together and I really feel that that we are building it together it's the truth we're getting to know each other if you guys are watching the show if you're on Facebook or Twitter or on um, I guess Periscope and the show is also being streamed out onto um, onto Twitch but where the cool people are hanging out at, at the YouTube channel. So try, come on over there. Come to YouTube. Actually, let me open this chat and see what's happening. All right. Hi. So we have people coming into the chat already. Thank you, Jim, of course, right off the bat with the super chat. Thank you. This is the kind of support... We need, we need your dedicated, um, you know, support meeting the meeting me halfway. And you do that every time that you tune in, every time you subscribe and share the show with your friends and the super chats, becoming a patron, all that stuff that will get us to where we need to be because we're up against it. Um, I had a, I've had a gigantic knot in my stomach the entire day. Wait, I'm somebody's texting me something. What the hell? Oh, okay. Nothing. Nothing to concern ourselves with. So, listen. Listen, guys. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. Uh, I'm pissed off today. Why, why today? More than every other day. I'm, I'm usually pissed off. I knew the primary season was going to suck. And it's really disheartening. It's incredibly discouraging. And I feel... I, I feel enraged, and this is why I wanted to get to get together with you guys and talk it out, basically, right? Um, and maybe you disagree. I don't know, but the attacks 
on Bernie. I know we're a, this is a Bernie bro show. I'm a Bernie bro, I guess. That, that statement, Bernie bro, is offensive. Because Bernie bro is, is a, it's a negative pejorative. Well, not that there's a po- positive pejorative, but it's meant at this, um, what's the term? It symbolically annihilate. The, the incredibly diverse base of Bernie supporters. Bernie has the di- diverse group. And it's not just uh, the, what they're trying to project, what the establishment is uh, projecting, uh, a bunch of young, out-of-control white men. This is what they're, the, the whole Bernie bro meme is. And we've been over this before because... It started with Obama. These same attacks were used against Obama as um, they called them. First, they were called Obama's boys, Obama boys, which is completely degrading and racist, if you ask me. And then it morphed into Obama bros. And now we're into Bernie bros. But it's the entire establishment has adopted it. And it's now the Democratic establishment has adopted it. It's bad enough we have to put up with it on the corporate media, but it's coming from so-called Democratic candidates and, and with Bloomberg. It started with Bloomberg. It didn't start with Bloomberg, but they've been attacking Bernie supporters. And I find it offensive, frankly. We're the ones being attacked. I want you to see, this is what I've been saying. Okay, let me, let's just begin before I go off the rails here. So let's start with, with Bloomberg's ad. I'm going to play the Morning Joe clip that I had to wake up to this morning uh, that set me off with a giant knot in my stomach. So let's play this, and then we can, we'll talk about it. Bloomberg is also taking on Sanders for the online behavior of his supporters. Morning Joe has this first look at a brand new day. And Michael Bloomberg is also taking on Sanders for the online Sorry, behavior of his supporters. Button. Morning Joe has this first look at a brand new digital ad from the Bloomberg campaign. The scary music. Look, you're making a huge mistake. Vote Bernie or bad things will have. These are the so-called abusive tweets going out for some um, for people's supporters. But it's not abusive to constantly be attacked and vilified. But here we go. I'll read some. Oh wait, hold on. Sorry, I didn't. Pull, I fucking keep hitting the wrong buttons. Sorry, guys. Here's the ad and. It's for those listening on the podcast. It's just a bunch of Bernie, so-called Bernie tweets. This is, I suppose, Bloomberg bringing the receipts. Oh, it's so horrible, the bad behavior online. If you ever challenge what they're saying, what they're saying, it's not horrible that the United States is the least upwardly mobile of all our Western partners, right? It's not, that's not offensive. But the billionaire who is buying the election, like he bought the the mayoral um, position at the city in the city of New York for three terms, buying spending seventy eight dollars a vote, 
to do so as the Republican mayor. The Republican mayor of New York. That's who Bloomberg is. But uh, every day online, I have to be attacked. Me, we, we, we. Not, what is it? Us, not, us, not me, or whatever. I don't know. We're attacked by these baseless claims. Somebody sent Elizabeth Warren a, a snake emoji. Oh, my God. If you can't handle snake emojis, then you need to get the F out of the race, frankly. Wait till Donald Trump gets a hold of you. If you're this triggered by snake emojis, give me a break with this shit. This country is, is being bought by a billionaire, and we're, we have to behave. We have to be nice little girls and boys. And what they're actually telling us is shut the F up. Don't complain. Go along with the wine cave, the bribes in the wine cave. Don't worry about it. Because you'll have, maybe there'll be a subsidy coming. No matter what, we all need to unite. We keep hearing this, how we unite. But they never unite with us. The only candidate actually building a people-funded campaign that... Joe Biden and uh, Michael Bloomberg can't buy and Pleet Buttigieg could only dream of in the wine cave. But we have to be uh, vilified. Oh, nobody likes Bernie. Like me. I'm a nobody. I guess another nobody for Bernie. What is this? What does this do to the Democratic to the chances of winning the presidency? The horrible, the worst thing you can do is attack your supporters. Your, these Democratic establishment shills, they, it really doesn't matter whether Trump wins or loses to them because they will still have health care. They'll still be rich living in the ivory tower. They'll be able to retire. But we out here, we, we're not supposed to have nice things. We're, we need to be put in our place. Don't do, um, don't, you know, don't send a snake emoji. Heaven forbid. So now you have to die and go on GoFundMe for medical care. Give me a effing break with this. I'm so pissed off by the entire day. And why can't I? I can't even get through 20 seconds of this goddamn ad. Because it's not just Bloomberg. He's a Republican. We should expect it from him. But then... Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden and the, and the so-called moderates jump on the bandwagon. That's really how you win elections, by disaffecting your base, right? Oh, we, the, because we're just tolerated. Those who actually want a government of, by, and for the people, who want the FDR New Deal policies that built the middle class to begin with, we need to shut the F up. The establishment is making buku bucks in this least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap nation. Don't worry about it. Don't pester your betters. It's coming from both sides. It's the Democratic establishment and the, uh, the Republicans. What is the difference? We have a Republican. This Republican billionaire is buying the Democratic election. And he's turned his apparatus against the base. 
and we're all supposed to be okay with that. And of course, the um, supporters of other candidates, for some reason, they don't they they don't see through the game. This is the divide and conquer strategy. Of course, it is. This, and it will guarantee Twitler's re-election. Nobody likes him. Really? All those 80, how many thousands of nobodies went to see Bernie at his latest campaign rally? The millions of nobodies donating. I'm so, oh, God. I keep hitting the wrong goddamn buttons, too. Here we go. Let's keep going before I have a heart attack. Wait, here it is. Wait, 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 wait. I'll, I'll just go through the fucking ads here. We know where you live. We know where you work. We know you're... This has absolutely no attribution. There's no... Uh, it could be from anybody. You made a bad choice. Prepare for hell. So somebody in the 320 million Americans wrote a bad text to someone, and this is a, clearly a text. So... Who, we don't know. It has absolutely no proof to that it has anything to do with Bernie. But we're all supposed to be like, yeah, those Bernie bros, they're terrible. So now let's all go die without health care. I know, Junior. I know. They're terrible. They are terrible. He's upset. I'm screaming. Okay, let's keep going. I know, my love. I know. Wait, and Michael. Fuck, I keep hitting the wrong goddamn button. Let's see. Oh, campaign ad. What is it? The time is now. What does this mean? So some, a, a random meme from someone. Whatever. Oh, my God. We must continue to let the government be bought by the highest bidder because somebody online sent a, an inappropriate meme. Let's all go on GoFundMe and beg for medical care. Don't worry about it. Keep giving more to the top because somebody tweeted an emoji. You stupid ass. And whatever. Asshole, I guess. It's blurred out. We're coming for your blurred out. Start looking for a new job, blurred out hat. Your number is going viral and your actions are being watched everywhere. You're an a-hole. A blurred out hole, I mean. But, of course, there's absolutely no attribution. It's just a random... It could be some ex-boyfriend... Going crazy over somebody who left them. It, it could be anything. Oh, my God. Somebody help me. Thank you, Haiku, for this super chat. <laughs> I feel weak. I feel weak. Let's see. Oh, so Warren is a snake with a snake emoji. Puck, Focahontas. So what? Whatever. Wait till Trump gets a hold of you. And it's true. Many of these accounts are bots anyway. 
because that's what they do. They want to sow division. Go F yourself, Yang Gang, or whatever. Look at the class trader, failure of a mother not begging for scraps. It's Bernie or bust, Yang never Yang, whatever. This is z nothing. This is a non-story. We could go online and, I, and I will. Hold on. Hold on. Let's just keep going. Damn, you got me. Bernie's going to lose now because I called you stupid. It doesn't. Your Frank Dodd bill was absolutely pathetic. It's been 10 years. Do you think Too Big to Fail has averted your BS? You and the DNC. He's got a point, whoever that is. So whenever you stand up or say something, when you, when you call them out for selling this country to the highest bidder, and that's what's going on right now. The DNC is being bought by Bloomberg. I've watched corporate media all day for days. That's probably why I'm, I'm uh, having a blood pressure incident. And not once have I heard that Bloomberg is or was the Republican mayor of New York. Let's just get through this ad. I hope I can get through it without having an aneurysm. Okay, a picture of Pete Buttigieg. Whatever. Who cares? Libs who are flirting with Bloomberg now should be aware that they are going on lists. Next time they pretend to care about racism or sexual harassment or really anything other than money and power, we will remember what you're doing right now and we will remind everyone. Oh, my God. You mean they're going to be called to the carpet for their hypocrisy just like we do to the Republicans on Fox News? Uh, it's it doesn't make any sense to me. Please, you gotta get a fucking th thick skin here. This is ridiculous. I wait till I get to what happened today. Anyway, with me, somebody what they tweeted at me. First of all, you're dumb. Second of all, I wonder why you hate Bernie. Okay, whatever. Oh my God, let's all die now. Let's all not retire. Let's now never ever do anything about the fact that one half of the American people can't handle a $400 emergency. Don't worry about it. Let's continue to slice our, uh, our pills in half. And let's continue to uh, be one paycheck away from the bread lines. Because somebody... Some random person, we have no idea, has nothing to do with Bernie. S some people who feel passionate about a candidate and know that this government of by and for the people is hanging by Bloomberg's wallet chain. Give me a break here. That they, that they feel in, uh, in some kind of whatever, passion. The passion that... Pete Buttigieg can't seem to muster in the muster in the wine cave for some reason. So instead of, of, of co-opting the strategy that allows a candidate who's 78 years old to garner the amazing record support that no other candidate can come close to, they, dis, they just kick down 
on the plebs. This is what this feels like. And continue to disparage any attempt at doing anything about the corrupt government bought by billionaires. Give me a effing break. The donor class. Every goddamn day I hear on the goddamn corporate media about the donor class. What the donor class thinks. How they'll be affected by the donor class. Give me a break. What, what kind of democracy has a donor class? No wonder Americans are on GoFundMe for medical care because we think this is as good as we can get. And that's normal. Obviously, those who are disparaging Bernie think it's normal to beg billionaires for a trickle. They think we are, they, they must be delusional. They think we're, we must be, we're living in a democracy for some reason. They think that when we literally have a billionaire literally buying the election, buying his way onto the debate stage. They didn't change the rules for Cory Booker. They didn't change the rules for Kamala Harris, but they changed them for Bloomberg. Excuse me. God in heaven. <sighs> okay, these are going too fast. I think last election cycle, he got screwed during the primaries with getting a fair shot at the 2016 nomination. Oh, my God. Who? This is, this is so abusive. Hillary Clinton and her DNC Doberman Debbie Wasserman Schultz are both incredible. Whatever. Bernie bros ratioing Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> It's ridiculous. So he's a burn. There's a burning elephant. Because whoever tweeted this is who even knows if these are even real. Damn, you got me. Bernie's gonna lose now because I called you stupid. I'm unwavering. Let me see. Where is it? Bernie urged us not to bully anyone on social media. I guess that rules out crucifixion too, tarring and fair of the ring. Come on, you got to give us something. Clearly, that's being sarcastic, but who cares? We've, we've crossed into uh, the point of no return. The establishment, it, we're at the then-they-fight-you part. First, they ignore you. Then, they laugh at you. Then, they fight you, and then you win. It's the truth. We have the greatest shot that we, than we've ever had. The real Democratic Party, the D, the, 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 the FDR Democratic Party, has a real shot of actually making this government of buying for the people, of restoring the middle class, of rebuilding it from the ashes of Reaganomics and Clintonomics. I hate to say it. Oh, oh but we're supposed to oh, be fine. I, I'm so pissed off. How do they expect, uh, I, I've been saying it forever, of course, I'll, whoever's the Democrat, I'll vote for the Democrat. I feel like so angry right now that, of I mean, of course, we'll cross that bridge when we get there because I'm so pissed off at this point. But, yes, I'm equally pissed at Republicans. Republicans are horrible, but who, where do you go? Where do you go in the, when you're being attacked by all sides? By all the, the, we have the utter fascists, and then we have the fake-ass 
Democrats who, what are they doing? They're not getting this upset about uh, the Americans who aren't retiring. They are dividing and conquering us. They're trying to do it, even this whole thing. Every argument that they have against Medicare for All about about unions, how, oh, well, unions negotiated these amazing health benefits, but never bringing it to the people saying, well, wouldn't it be, as Bernie does, saying you need to take the power of life and death out of the hands of your employer and, and, and doing like what I continuously stress and promoting Medicare, Medicare for all as a patriotic imperative. So 14 million union members have good health care, but how many Ameri- 40-something million Americans have nothing? But don't, but don't give a goddamn wit about those who have nothing. I got mine. This is what they promote. The DLC, DNC. This is because they are they like the access. They like the parties. They like the ivory tower. They have absolutely no idea what it's like to be out here struggling in the wake of their policies. Like the senator from MDMA. All of the results of their policies. Stop and frisk. The kiss up, kick down, assault. That is relentless. And we're supposed to be like, okay, thank you, my lord. Can I have another? Of course, my lord. We, this is what they do. They think, where are we going to go? That's what it is. Where are we, it's the same argument that Den- the Democratic Party, they used uh, against, um, they used to justify their dismantling the union power of, uh, of basically, you know, with NAFTA and CAFTA. I'm sorry I'm babbling, but you know what I mean. They used their, um, their argument was, where are they going to go? So when they assaulted unions, when Clinton hobbled unions by allowing businesses to send their jobs overseas, because that's, that's the end of union power. They, anytime you have a demand as a worker, you go into your boss and they say, well, uh, you don't like it, lump it. We're sending these jobs to China. Take your scraps and love it. Take your crumbs and make a banquet out of it. That's the new labor movement. And so they're constantly they have, they're holding health care over the heads of the workers. But then that's unconscionable. It shouldn't be like that. We should uh, disarm these mother effers. And guess what? If we get money out of politics on top of that, removing the oligarchy's ability to play with our health care, to hold that over us, then, you know, um, watch, watch how the, both the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, they, all of the greed-centered ghouls will flee like roaches when the lights turned on. Oh, there I go, being abusive again. But it's not it's okay to constantly abuse us, calling us bots, Bernie bros, calling me a bro, calling me uh just just completely invisibilizing me and every other woman. 
It's unbelievable. Are you, and now in Bloomberg's ads, there's a, a montage of headlines because, you know, that proves, proves it too. Are you being harassed by a Bernie bro or a Bernie bot? That's not even a negative thing against Bernie. That's saying, hey, there's bots. This, uh, but they understand that perhaps the person who put this video together didn't, or, and of course Bloomberg doesn't give a shit, doesn't seem to get that this headline is clearly saying, hey, if you think you're being harassed by so someone, you're, you just might being, be, you just may be harassed by a bot and you're falling into the duped divide and conquer game that they're playing on us. So it's not, that's not even a negative headline against Bernie, but they're too stupid. They just want to show like boom, 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 a fast montage. So you'll be like, oh, it's true. It's true. They're horrible. Therefore, I can't vote for Bernie. He's just like Trump. He says the, the game is rigged, but it's not rigged, as you can tell, by the fact that I'm working three uniquely American low-paying jobs and can't fucking retire. It's, I'm telling you, I'm going to vote for Buttigieg because I like, um, my, I'm a moderate. When I'm, um, when I am counting out my pennies because I had a sudden medical expense and I'm getting on, uh, I'm getting all my friends to tweet my GoFundMe page, I, I, I feel that I want somebody who's very moderate to represent me in the halls of the wine cave. <sighs> because I like, I, he speaks five languages. He could screw me over in five languages. He can, he can disregard the incredible upward immobility and uh, record-breaking income disparity that destroyed the working class and turned the late great um, American middle class into the working poor. But, hey, um, he can do it in five languages. Or so he says, I don't know. Are you being harassed by a Bernie bro or a Bernie bot? I'm, I'm, ama- I'm imagining that the person who put this video together thinks that a Bernie bot is somebody, is a, another, another form of Bernie supporter. That's just like, bop, 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 I am a bot, or some kind of someone in a, in a spell or something. I'm, obviously, they didn't do their research. Why would they? Because it's not about telling the truth. This is complete propaganda. Bernie's angry bros, New York Times. No, they don't have an axe to grind. The New York Times, who, who really took a stand when they endorsed two, two people for president, Elizabeth Warren and Amy Klobuchar. So you can have a moderate lose to Trump, or you can have a someone who claims they're a progressive lose to Trump, but is clearly playing the game against her, her friend. That's why people sent her snake emojis, because she went around saying she's a friend of, of Bernie for so many years. I'm friends with Bernie. And then a year and a half after this private conversation, she came out 
disingenuously, in my opinion, saying how hurt she was when Bernie said something that nobody can prove because there was only two of them in the room. But those who, it's the same thing. Let's uh, just run with it. We have an agenda. And let's hop on Bloomberg's bandwagon. Maybe he'll throw me some money. And this is why I say, please become a patron. Please support the show. I know that some Democrats don't like this show. They want me not. Oh, this isn't, this isn't a circular firing squad. There's no circular firing, firing squad when you're hanging by a thread. The entire country is, is uh, slipping into oligarchy. And we have Democratic candidates that are so ambitious for their own personal gain that they're attacking the person and the movement that is trying to do something about it. Jesus Christ. Bernie's angry bros. Is Bernie Sanders' angry army really what Democrats want? Yes, we're so angry. I guess it comes from not having sleep. Maybe it comes from working our three uniquely American low-paying jobs. It, it comes from cutting our diabetes medicine in half or begging a billionaire for a trickle or this, the anxiety of wondering if you're going to lose your health care, if you lose your job, when you lose your job, and knowing that you don't make enough money, you couldn't, you couldn't pay the COBRA fees. <sighs> God. I know, Terry Jr., I know. I'm telling you, these, th- they're doing it to us again, and then they're also setting up their excuses when they lose the election because they run a fake Republican at, and with a D after his name, they will turn around and say it was Bernie's fault because of the divisiveness. And you know what? It's their own fault. It's their fault. These people, they don't have enough, you see. They don't have enough power. They like the, they like the you know, being in the wine cave. They like the access, the hotels, the free, uh, you know, the, the swag that they get, being a superdelegate, things like that. They like being in the, in the inner circle. They don't want somebody coming in and wrecking the party by removing the money aspect. Why they think it's, it's normal, why they think it's okay to have a, to have a de- so-called democracy where you have a donor class, is, it says all that you need to know about what we're up against. Oh, so don't worry, though, that they won't tell you that you can't use the bathroom because that's, according to them, the only thing that matters. The kinder, gentler fascism, corruption, and it's, you think it's not corrupt? Bloomberg is funding local Democratic parties like it's, uh, it's, his, it's his job. This is what he's doing. This is how he's buying the vote. This is why the DNC changed their rules. Elizabeth Warren got money from Bloomberg. Pete Buttigieg got money from Bloomberg in this campaign cycle. 
They don't want the money speaker to stop. You see, when if it comes down to it, this is what it's about. They need Bloomberg's money. It's like the same thing that J damn Jason Johnson said on one of his rants when he was ranting about how how hurt he was when Nina Turner called Bloomberg an oligarch, and he got all so defensive. But he said, well, if Bernie needs to build this coalition, he's going to have to build it with Bloomberg. He's going to need Bloomberg's money. Well, that says it all. Because there you go. It's a broken system. He needs Bloomberg's money. What kind of system that is fair, that is working for the people, is funded by money? Money in politics is the root of all evil. And it brings out the worst. And here it is. They don't want to lose what they have. They don't care because they're not living in the reality of the day-to-day. These disgusting bastards, they, they don't really care. They know what we're up against. Oh, they, every, the most important thing is to beat Twitler, of course. But so why are you attacking the base? Why? Why when Bloomberg releases an ad like this, do you hop on the bandwagon against the front runner? The one who has the support. The one who can make that left-right coalition. And did and does does the one who can get the disaffected Trump voters to vote for him. They cannot see the forest through the trees. <sighs> Is that what Democrats want? Well, let, well, tell me, Bloomberg. Tell me, Republican mayor of New York. What do you think Democrats want? Vitally important for those of us who hold different views to be able to engage in a civil discourse. Really? Oh my God. Mike, please save us, my lord, from ourselves. We can't help it but text snake emojis. We don't know what we're doing. Help us. We're nothing but bros. We're just an angry mob of those. I guess we get angry when we have to go on GoFundMe, when our GoFundMe pages don't, don't pan out. Oh, my God. I was just watching, actually, uh, on the ride home. I was just taking the goddamn bus. That's living the high life and, uh, you know, living the dream on the bus. And I was listening to John Oliver's he did a thing on Medicare for All the other day, on Sunday, on his show. On a, uh, What's his name? Let's see. What's the name? Of, oh, Last Week Tonight, Medicare for All. Let's see. And it was really disgusting because, I, obviously, I liked his what he was saying. He was bringing it. But there was a segment where there's a... A young girl, let me see if I can find it. I think you can hear it. Can you hear this if I played it? No, you don't hear that, right? Wait. Do you hear that? 
You don't hear it. Ugh. Okay. Well, how come you don't hear it? I'll have to figure this out because I was planning on doing a watch party tomorrow. How come you don't hear that shit? Of course, Ecamm again. Ecamm strikes again. There's supposed to be a system audio. Yeah, fucking son of a bitch. Whatever. Anyway, but there was a part in there where this little girl that had eye that needed eye surgery was um, her. the The point was that ninety percent of the GoFundmes don't pan out. The medical. Uh, first of all, over one third of GoFundMe pages are for medical care, and that's just disgusting. And this woman. Her, the, her little girl needs eye surgery, and they, um, anyway, so she's holding up a sign, eyes for whatever her name is, and th it's just vile that that's even occurring. And the woman was saying that uh, her GoFundMe only generated $600, like the rest, like, like the majority of the GoFundMe. It's like being queen for a day. You got to get on there and pull on the heartstrings with a with some story and hope that your your sickness, your your daughter's sickness, your son's sickness, whatever, your mama's sickness goes viral. This is where we live. That's okay though, because we need to continue that because some people got theirs. The health insurance of the, the goddamn culinary union, they got good health care, you see. So, can't mess with that. Don't worry about it. I mean, you have a choice. You can go on GoFundMe or you can go and tweet to Dear Cash App when they have the Cash App Friday giveaways. And on Cash App on Twitter, you see all the, oh, please, I'm, uh, I need... I need uh, medication, I need whatever, you know, I need cataract surgery, I need whatever. And they're on there, please cash app, help me. That's okay, because keep it going. Be yeah, um, somebody got a snake emoji, so forget it. Don't worry about it. Let me continue with this stupid morning Joe. Bloomberg is also taking on Sanders. For Wait, let me forward this. We already saw this ad. Okay, here's here's them talking about it. Hard-hitting ads, both on the air and in digital. This is sort of the first time, or at least the most extreme version, uh, against a fellow uh, contender for the Democratic yeah. nomination. Uh, yeah. Adrian, let me get your, your take on that. Scintillating uh, commentary. You know, certainly, look, the Bernie, the so-called Bernie Bros one. are out there. Those of us who have said or written anything Listen negative to this on Bernie shit. Sanders. Certainly the Bernie Bros. On occasion, certainly. certainly the Bernie Bros are out there. Those of us who have said and written things about them. Th this is what happens. So the powerful sitting in the ivory tower are writing and tweeting dis disingenuous bullshit that protects the already wealthy, that protects the already protected. And we, the sheeple down here, have, ha have access to social media until they finally get a hold of that too, once and for all, and corporatize it and silence our voices. So people tweet. They, they disagree. 
and it's a, oh, it's a mob. I'm being attacked. Well, you better grow a thick skin. They should read some of the tweets I get or some of the emails I get from right-wingers. So uh, never, I, I swear, if, if I ever get an email from a right-winger that doesn't call me a dyke, I might faint. But that's besides the point. You're not in this. This isn't about niceties. If it was, we'd already have universal health care. If it really was about saving people's feelings, the poor, poor, put-upon elite are getting inconvenienced by a snake emoji. I'm so sorry. That must be so painful for you to have to feel the repercussions of the policies of advocating for the oligarchy. You must be, uh, it's got to be hard. The good thing you have, you have good health care, and you can go to a therapist and talk about it. And maybe you'll get to the bottom of why you're such a kiss-up, kick-down lickspittle of a broken system that has failed and is failing, that continues to fail. Why you think leaving millions behind with nothing is okay, and you still call yourself a patriot. Why? That seems a little bit like cognitive dissonance. Why you don't think that it's okay for, uh, you know, wait, what was I going to say? I didn't phrase that right. Why you think you're, you're a patriot and you think it's okay for kids to come out of college indentured servants to banks? Why do you think that banks need your, uh, to be coddled? Not the people who are the victims of the banks, though. No, they don't need coddling. Why do you think it's okay to leave people behind? Why do you think it's okay to, to, to cultivate this attitude in the country of I got mine? Because guess what? Even if you got yours, you can lose yours. At a moment's notice, one day to the next, you could lose your job, and then you'll have nothing, just like the rest of us. And then you'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, now I get it. But what is it about? What is with these corporate elites who, they don't seem to, I mean, what is, what am I asking? I know, I, I know the answer to the question. Why don't they they get so offended about just the most disgusting living in this rapaciously greedy system that is bought by billionaires. Literally bought. And they're so offended by a tweet, by a snake emoji. Give me a break. Cry me your crocodile goddamn tears, Bloomberg. And then they all jump on the bandwagon. Oh, Bernie must disavow his supporters. Bernie must disavow. Why don't they ever disavow the, the, uh, the people that they sent to suicide with the bankruptcy bill? Or the indentured servants to the banks that they created? Or the endless wars that they send people to die in? Not them. Never enough for the endless war, right? Joe Biden, that's real patriotic of you. 
their candidates do quite frequently. Um, what do you make of this ad? Is this going to be effective? Well, you know, that's the real question, Jonathan, because, you know, I think something like 7% of Americans are on Twitter, so I don't know if this is going to have an overall impact, but of course it's also a digital ad, which means that they will be targeting people who are probably the victims of the Bernie Bros attacks online. Um, I think it's The Bernie Bros attacks online. doesn't matter how many times you say that the Bernie Bro meme is a disingenuous, misogynist phrase meant to make invisible the incredibly diverse base that Bernie has, but they'll just keep repeating it because you see the agenda here. It is to ensure that the party continues. It's either Trump throws the party or they do. They want somebody more manageable to throw the party, but they're still benefiting from it. The party is for them, not us. They're fine. They don't care. It's clear that they do not care that millions of Americans have nothing, zero, no health care, nothing. They don't care about how this, this country is affected when you have an entire generation coming out of college as an indentured servant to the banks. How does that set you up for success in the future? A country of indentured servants? They don't seem to care that hey, we have a literal oligarch buying the election who was the Republican mayor of New York. They don't seem to care. Of course they don't. Keep on repeating Bernie bro, though, because that'll get you support. All it does is Sing. dig your heels in. That's what happens. You think that this will bring the those who support Bernie Sanders over to the Democratic Party, to the Democratic establishment, that they're going to be like, okay, we're all for the wine cave. Don't worry about it. We'll take a trickle and make a banquet out of it. No way. It's not going to happen. This is what's so concerning. So yes, some people will vote blue. But don't give me this shit. Don't vote blue no matter who. We need to unite when you are attacking the base. We're not attacking them. Sorry, I, it's not, you're not being attacked if you're a presidential candidate who receives a snake emoji. And if you think that that's bad, then you need to bow the F out and get, get help. Get help you need. You're too fragile to run for president. What do you think Putin's going to do with you? You can't, you can't handle the snake emoji. Oh, jeez. Oh my lord, my stars, my vapors. I got no, I'm getting the vapors. The Bernie Bros are on. They've attacked me. Whoa, whoa. That was Tara Jr. pulling off my headset. <sighs> God. This is how a country dies. You have the powerful on the right who are running a smash and grab game. It's like supermarket sweep. But for, but for the entire country, just smashing and grabbing, crimes galore. And then you have the, the so-called democratic elite on the right telling us that income disparity, the record income disparity and the upward immobility is the best we can do. They tell us that leaving millions behind is the best we can do. 
Indentured servitude to the banks. That's the best we can do. You don't want to get too pie in the sky. Don't want to get too uppity. Don't want to overpromise. It's the all of the above, you see. When the climate is when the when the planet is choking and melting, all of the above can't offend your benefactors. Can't offend Bloomberg. He's look at he's funding the Democratic Party. Hey, this is our bed and bread and butter. We need to have these meetings. We have to rent out hotels and, and throw cocktail parties for journalists like Chuck Todd. So they write nice stories and say Bernie bro a lot. To note that this is the first ad that he's that he's done that's, that goes after a fellow Democratic primary challenger. Um, you know, it wasn't he wasn't drawing a contrast on guns. He wasn't drawing a contrast on the economy or, you know, some other aspect of somebody's voting record. He was taking on the Bernie bros. So mm-hmm. I think, Fuck if anything, you. this gives taking us some Taking on the Bernie bros. I want to kill whenever I hear that. It's, I'm abused. You're being abusive. What's with this abuse, constant abuse? That's what, that's what they are. It's like when I was little, my brother took my hand and he was like hitting me with it, with my own hand. And he kept saying, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? You know what I mean? That's what it feels like. Why are you doing it, Bernie bro? Why are you? They're the ones abusing us constantly with the lies and the disingenuous ganging up on us when they have it all and we're trying to get a seat at the table. We want the country to work for all. They'll still get their cushy cocktail parties. Don't worry about it. But we actually want a government that works for of, by, and for the people. That works for more than just Bloomby and his pals. That you don't have to find a rich benefactor to trickle on you. Well, you don't have to spend your days on the phone begging billionaires for a trickle. You can actually represent the people who sent you to Washington. Jesus Christ. And now they, of course, this is Comcast. This is the corporate media. They don't want the, the party to be over? Of course not. Do, do, you, do you want a candidate that will go in, a president, who will say... That the media consolidation, it was another nail in the coffin of democracy? Because that's what Bernie says. They, they can't afford that. They need to make their billions. Democracy be damned. Forget, forget it. Go fund me, be damned. Go on, go fund me. At least you got that. Oh, well, they'll, they'll shed a, a crocodile tear for those who die without health care. Oh, it's unconscionable. We're, we want to give affordable access. Give me a break, affordable access. Expand on Obamacare. Expand on the Republican health care plan because it's working so beautifully for the insurance companies. You know, I love it. I love when they send letters 
and say, oh, sorry, your doctor's no longer in network. Oh, I thought that we couldn't You choose our doctors. Oh, we're going to lose everything. This fucking country is done. I'm sorry. This is why. I'm sorry. I'm getting down and depressed, but I'll, I'll come back. I'll get back to normal in a minute. Well, what's normal? But I feel I feel this way constantly. I feel like, what are we going to do? We're being attacked from all sides. I don't see why somebody would be so, why they would be so offended by the notion of everybody having health care. Oh, my God. I understand the greed and the selfishness of those who, you know, have theirs, I get, in the insurance racket. Bill McGuire needs that $1.6 billion bonus that he got for denying care from, to his fellow Americans. Oh, my God. I haven't even played this video. <laughs> ...element an indication on where the race is going and what we might see play out on Wednesday night. Adrian, real quick, and his campaign, I mean, they have the money to hire the best people and as many people, and they're paying well. Listen to this. They, they, they don't even say, how fucked up is this? How, how horrible, how, how dangerous to democracy is it to have a billionaire who can hire the, the campaign staff and not even run a normal campaign? He doesn't have to go to certain states. He doesn't, he's bypassing states. He's just buying ads and buying his way onto the debate stage. He is seeding him, his, uh, his, himself, I don't even know, all over the country. He is funding local Democratic parties. That's not an accident. This is how he did it in New York. He is, this is the problem. You think, what do you think the goddamn founding fathers would say? Do you think that this is why they fought a revolution? So a billionaire can buy his way into the presidency and attack the only candidate who's not buying himself into the presidency that has actual human beings funding his campaign? They are paying exceptionally well, and they do have some of the best talent in the Democratic field um, in terms of... of this, this woman, honestly, really... Without a hint of irony, they they don't say to the people, this is not the story, right? The, the story should be how messed up. I'm trying not to curse. I'm sorry. But it's coming out. How messed up it is, how dangerous, how it's not even dangerous. It's beyond dangerous. It is a knife to the throat of democracy that we have a billionaire buying an election. They're like, oh, he's just got a lot of money and he could just spend it everywhere he wants to spend it and buy all kinds of ads and uh, hire everybody and, and fund everything all over and, and bribe each Democratic Party and give money to all the candidates that he wants to bribe and keep their loyalty and shut the F up when he says something and he attacks Bernie, you know, because Bernie uh, can't be bought, apparently, and that's why he has to go. We got to attack him. Let's all pile on. It's like Mean Girls. When you have a bunch of rich bees piling on. 
campaign strategists and operators on that campaign. Um, they're, they, they've been able to attract a lot of strong talent coming off of some of the campaigns of the candidates who have dropped out. Um, and they've amassed, what, I think 2,500 uh, staffers across the country. The fact that they were able to build this operation so quickly is significant, no matter how much. Well, he had practice when he bought the New York City mayor, mayoral position, as I can't, can't talk, as the Republican mayor. Never hear that out of their mouths, though. All these so-called Democrats. Well, she's not a Democrat, this lady. She's, supposed, she's a Republican, whatever. That's why she's got... She's on, always on. She's com always on MSNBC, the liberal media. They don't have enough outlets for Republicans to spread their BS against Bernie. Or, or the base. What do you think? When you have a base that... The youth of this country, they're not for the wine caves. They're not for Pete Buttigieg. They smell BS. They smell the BS coming off of him. Why would they be for a 78-year-old socialist? Because he's not bought. And he's consistent. He's consistently fought for the people. They can't handle that. They can't have that. He hasn't had to evolve. He's not like Joy Reid. You'll never go back and find a blog post where he makes homophobic remarks about gay people and then says he was hacked. There's, you won't find that. What you will find is Bernie standing up for gay people when it wasn't politically advantageous. Not like these. They all had to evolve, you see, because money, 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 give me money. Money and power. Do you think they're representing you? This is why we are where we are. This is the problem. This didn't happen overnight. We didn't get here by accident. You think that we, ha we haven't had the, um, what is it? Oh, it's this great economy. Every goddamn day I hear, what a great economy, great economy. Really? When one-third can't retire. When the American people haven't had a raise in 30 years. When all of the gains of productivity go to the top. When all of the gains of the recovery, this economic recovery, because we didn't put ourselves, ourselves in, another, in a second Republican Great Depression in 100 years, a near Great Depression, we didn't do that. Working people didn't do that. Social Security recipients didn't do that. Medicare recipients didn't do that. That was the greed and the banks. They did that. Because of the politicians who were bought and changed the laws. So they can again use the, our money as, uh, as gambling, as mad money. Backstopped by the dumb American sheeple. We didn't do that. They did it. But all of the recovery, instead of going to the people and the homeowners who were losing their homes with these dodgy mortgages, that they were the variable rate mortgages that these banksters were selling them. Because they were making money. It's not because like when Bloomberg said, Bloomberg said that the financial crisis was caused because of redlining was was eliminated this racist
policy of redlining. So it's blame, blame the victim again. That, but it's the racist-ass policy that, uh, you know, politicians undid it. They did something nice. They were trying to do something nice for the people. He said, so I have that video, too. And if it wasn't for the unrolling back of redlining, which is a racist policy that where you black people couldn't buy homes in certain areas... But, no, it's all of the fault of actually making uh, or trying to make a more egalitarian nation. You know, but it was uh, the the poor, poor rich people, the banksters who were making buku bucks with their dodgy scams that they were selling people. It wasn't because they didn't give a shit. They knew they were selling them a, a, a poison pill, a trap. That was going to spring open. But they, by the time it did, these banksters were long gone. And then here comes Uncle Sam, Uncle Sucker, to bail out the banks. Not the people. Obama had a choice. You know, the great Democratic hero. The DLC, DNC Democratic hero, Obama, who gave us the Republican health care plan. Because I guess it was the best he can do. This is what we keep hearing. That the, instead of advocating, you know, we're supposed to leave people behind. But they, uh, that's, the, that's the American way, I guess. That's it. Enough of the e pluribus unum shit. But Obama had a choice. Bail out homeowners. Take the money that was going to the banks to make the banks whole. They could have done it. He could have done it one. He had a choice. One of two ways. Bail out, give the money to the homeowners who were losing their homes, who were underwater, and let them make the bank whole. That's not what he did, though. That was 100% his choice. He bailed out the bank. He gave it right back to the banks. And the people, F the people. But let's listen to, to Obama lecture us on how we don't want a revolution. Oh, yeah, this revolution. We need, you know, when uh, Stephanie Rule asks, oh, um, asks Bernie, what about the revolution, you know, this revolution? Because they have to make it seem like it's so, yeah, this uh, pesky little revolution. Um, no, you don't, or even Pete Buttigieg says, uh, if you don't want a revolution, you're, you're for the status quo. Well, what's, what are you for? I can't tell. Well, I do know that he's for the same Republican policies that put us in this shit to begin with. I know. They're terrible. Ugh. I know. Let's continue with this lady. You have. It's still very impressive to be able to build this operation so quickly um, with so many people. And It's so you know, impressive. Look, at the very least, if Mike Bloomberg does not become the nominee, his campaign, and he has made it very clear that this operation will stay intact through the duration of this cycle. So if anything, this is mm. something that will help the Democratic nominee if it's not Mike Bloomberg, whomever it is, and we as Democrats should be, or at least I am very thankful for, for that aspect. Give me okay, a break. So, yeah. John, oh, thank you, my lord. Thank you for the trickle. Thank you for buying an election. I am so grateful. 
Oh, here comes John Meacham. He's a historian. What do we compare this to? I mean, thinking of JFK or other elections that were bought and involved a lot of family influence. Uh, and then Rev on yeah. how do we believe him if he's buying everything? Meacham. Yeah, it, a lot of money. I mean, we, that was, you know, almost everything in the pre-Watergate era was unrecorded. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, lost in the mists of history uh, how much was, was spent. Uh, pretty clearly, uh, you know, the uh, President Kennedy whatever. actually framed this forever. If that wonderful line that he got in a telegram from his father who said that, Jack, I don't mind you buying an election, but I'll be damned if I'm going to pay for a landslide. Uh, so there is oh. that. Hardy, hardy, hard. You know, Bloomberg is a fascinating it's combination. Just, it's such, it tickles you the way that the elites buy elections and then have these amusing anecdotes about it. <laughs> of new and old, right? It's the new world of technology. Uh, he made his money from understanding the flow of information, of understanding what markets needed, what the people who moved markets needed. Uh, this is a guy who got fired as a young man from uh, Solomon Brothers, I think it was, and then has built this uh, remarkable uh, fortune. Remarkable. But he did it by understanding what moved markets and how to get that information oh, yes. to people. So it's completely it's not up, that much of a leap to see him moving that data-driven skill set to politics. People can argue, oh, it's too clinical. But again, mm -hmm. we have 12 years of his being mayor in the most saturated media market in the in America to to make that judgment. So of I him being the Republican mayor, everybody keeps rem uh, just um, what do you call it? Forgetting this fact. He's a, a massive disruptive force yes. in a race yes, that appears disrupted. to need some disruption. So, Reverend Al, I mean, he is a, a disruptive force, and you are in a position to to give him the support he needs or the pass he needs, and, and I'm certain he's looking for it. But I guess my question is, when you think of a candidate like Joe Biden, which who everyone knows oh I, I, I'm a big fan. Yeah, it doesn't matter... He's tanking, and they'll just keep pop propping him up. Imagine if Bernie was fifth or came in whatever place Biden was in or what walked around in his sparsely attended gatherings or whatever, um, telling people not to vote for him. Could you imagine? I, everybody knows that I'm in the tank for, for Biden. We all know that. It's... As if Biden will, is a, is a, you know, I thought we were, well, I thought we wanted to win. I'm sorry, I, I'm babbling. Because, um, my brain is, is in pain. I can't handle it. It's, I'm watching, I'm watching it happen again. I'm watching the establishment do it to us again. You know who Joe Biden is. You know where his heart is. You know most of mostly Where's where his, his heart? boundaries. Where's his heart? When he was signing the bankruptcy bill, where's his heart? The third with Anita Hill. Where's his heart? When he helped Clarence Thomas into a lifetime post on the Supreme Court. What? Where's his heart? Oh, he's had pain in his life. 
His son died. I feel bad. I know he had. He lost his wife and his. Uh, in the I don't know. I guess his. I think he's. Was it his son too? I don't know. In a car accident. Well, you've all had loss. At least his son, when he got sick, got the care that he needed. That he had a shot. He could fight. He didn't have to go on GoFundMe. He didn't have to worry. He could have the best shot possible at another day. Like everyone should have. Every single human being on this planet should have. And especially in this country. We certainly are so, we're so great. We certainly pay enough for our taxes. We might as well get some benefits back, finally. But that's okay. No, no. They are, they're lulling us into the stupidity of thinking that a crumb is a five-course meal. While they laugh all the way to the bank. Like ticks getting fat on our labor, on the working class. They have absolutely no respect for us. Would be um, by his record and by his service and by getting to know him over time. Um, what do you know about Mike Bloomberg in terms of being able to believe him and knowing whether he will put his money where his mouth is? Well, if he's looking for a pass from me, uh, he needs to go to the next pass. I'm not giving anyone a pass. I, again, would challenge him to show any way, shape, or form why we ought to believe that he is sorry when he did it four days before he announced for president, announcing mm -hmm. he was sorry. And uh, I am just saying that at the same time, and I said this when I ran in 04 to those candidates then, Everyone needs to come on and show us what they're doing. You, do you know, Rika, that there were very few U.S. senators that even had a black person working in their Senate office? So I clearly led a lot of the marches and rallies against Bloomberg, and I've clearly held him to task on this. But I don't want to say that everyone shouldn't be held to task. But under no circumstances am I saying that Michael Bloomberg should not have to demonstrate if, if he can, and that's right. a big question, that he wants to try and repair or at least make an effort toward the damage he did. But I also want to know Tom Steyer, the other right. billionaire in the race. How many blacks work in your companies? I want to know about the issues I've raised on Biden and Bernie. Yeah. And I think that if, if we give anybody a pass, then it looks like we're only being political to do it on one candidate. Okay, whatever. It's, it's getting on my nerves even more. Let's see. Bloomberg. It never stops. Here we go. Where is it? Here's from the New York Times. In 2005. Bloomberg outspent himself. 78 million in 05 versus 74 million in 01. It's mad money to buy elections. Mayor Michael R. Bloomberg's spending to get reelected this year exceeded the extraordinary amount he spent four years ago, according to campaign records released yesterday. This is what he's learned in our corrupt, broken system. You only have to, you just got to spend a lot of money. That's how you buy an election. And if you think that Bloomberg ceding all of the local Democratic Party 
all over the country with money is an accident, then you're not paying attention. Of course you're paying attention. You see this. This is what he's doing. So the Democratic National Committee will change its rules. So he'll be on the debate stage tomorrow, and he'll be allowed to continue to buy elections and continue with his anti-base establishment attacks against any threat to the status quo. This is what they're doing. And if they think that the status quo is going to beat Twitler, they are mistaken. And they're doing it to us again. This is the same thing we heard in 2016. How qualified. We need somebody with qualifications, experiences, somebody moderate. How did that work out? We're living in the aftermath of those bad decisions made in the halls of power. We were trying to tell them, I was trying to tell them the entire time, this is a change election. This is why I was for Bernie then. It's because we needed, the, we needed somebody viable up against Twitter, an outsider, someone who's not bought. This is what the American people are calling for. If, and if they think running Amy Klobuchar or Pete Buttigieg or even Bloomberg is going to work, it's not going to work. Bloomberg, the Republican mayor of New York, buying the election. You think, what do you think that Twitler's base, his, the, the 35% of the dupes who are, will, will, don't, will, won't, I can't even talk. Oh my God, you see what's happening? I'm having an aneurysm. The, the people who will allow Twitler to shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and not lose any of his... Not, he won't go down in the polls with these people, that's for sure. You think uh, they're not going to go out and vote for him? They're highly motivated. So what the DNC, the DLC DNC thinks it's doing, attacking the base, is infuriating. If it thinks that it's really going to, that's how you're going to coalesce, coalesce your progressive wing with your moderate wing, is by attacking them, vilifying them, invisalizing them. Is that a word? I don't know. Making them invisible? Symbolically annihilating them? I'm pissed, guys. Am I wrong? I don't know. What do you think? Let me look at the chat here. What time is it? I'm also pissed that you can't hear the system sound. How the fuck did that happen? It's always something, guys. This is why I'm stressed. Life is very short, though. You know what I mean? Let me see. Hmm. It doesn't distort the democratic process. It throws the whole political system out of whack said Assemblyman Herman D. Farrell, Jr., the state's Democratic Party chairman. Mr. Farrell said that the high spending of the Bloomberg campaign underscored the need to change the rules set by the New York City Campaign Finance Board. The board set limits on contributions. Remember, this is the when Bloomberg was the Republican. So 
the Democratic Party chairman is coming out and saying this is an assault on the democratic process. Now it's fine. It's fine and dandy for a, a billionaire to buy elections, to seed the internet with attacks. Oh, I, I have to get to that other thing. Yeah. Bloomberg campaign records show lavish amounts were spent from $34 million on television and radio advertising, $14 million consulting fees, and $8 million on mailings to 12,000 on Metro cards for campaign workers. This was in 2004, five, I mean. Okay, let me just show you something that happened to me. Not, it's not a big deal, but it's kind of emblematic of what's going on and what really annoyed the hell out of me today. <clears throat> so I got a... Earlier in the day, of course, because I woke up to that story on Morning Joe about Bloomberg and Bernie Bros. Oh, wait, I want to move the camera so you can see Tara Jr. Jr. a little, maybe. Let me see. I know. I need to get, like, a pillow. We need to have a custom-made desk that fits the cat so you can see him. <laughs> he's cute. That's why. You need to see him, because he's cute. And it helps. It helps with blood pressure. Right? 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 How's your blood pressure? Junior. Oh, <gasps> he's biting me. Oh, my God. He's attacking. He's licking. Oh, he's not biting. It's funny, because he bites, and then he's like, no, I wasn't biting. I was just licking you. It's like he changes his mind. His His instinct overwhelms him and he bites and he's like no no i must not bite I must lick see i was just kissing not biting see <laughs> he did it again watch see if he does it see he tries to bite then he goes no no it wasn't oh, oh what are you doing see <laughs> he, he can't help it then he licks cute cute very cute okay isn't that nice wouldn't it be nice to have a show like that just cats licking, biting, talking about how to care for animals. And thank you, Patricia, for your super chat. Actually, um, we had, well, Haiku said he, he gave me a good idea when we do these kind of Tara Buster marathons, the, the weekday specials, that maybe at around 10 o'clock I'll say, all right. If you want me to go on, throw in a super chat. Otherwise, we're wrapping up the show. I thought that was a good idea. Whoops. Sorry. All right, guys. Maybe you don't want me to go on. I don't know. I feel kind of off tonight because I'm so angry. So I do thank you for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin, for those who don't know and are tuning in and are like, what is this this amazing person I'm looking at and this adorable cat? What's going on? And anyway, we meet here, and this is a show. Can you believe it? Talk about democratizing the Internet. I know, it's a show. It passes as a show. We have a lot of amazing people hanging out in the YouTube chat room. And I don't know. We never give up, even though sometimes I want to give up. 
sometimes I'm like, it's overwhelming. I need to just go away, go take, sell everything and head to Ireland. All right. So this morning, um, okay. I'm trying to find it. Let me show you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's the screen. Where is it? Here we go. The computer. See, you can see what I see. This is the chat. This is what I see. There's, I see your chats here. This is the inside of the YouTube. I look and see. See, it says $10. Super chats. Only 12 likes. And only not that many people in the chat room tonight, but only the best people, I must say. Only the best people came out tonight. This is the clock that I follow. And here's my Twitter feed. All right. Where is it? So today, the attacks on Bernie went made me very annoyed. So, okay. The They were charging Bernie with abuse. Okay, here we go. David Sirota tweeted, I won't be intimidated. Nina Turner won't be intimidated. Bree Bree Joy, who, I'm not sure who that is. Brianna Joy Gray won't be intimidated. No matter how much cash Mike Bloomberg spends to vilify us, the Not Me, Us movement will not be intimidated and we will continue to be civil in our criticism and not be silenced. And this person here tweeted to me, or uh, tweeted to David Sirota, you may want to notify the supporters about the new, quote, civil policy. So I wrote back, you might want to give us some examples of the supposed abuse instead of just repeating baseless BS. And so she responded, where the heck is it? Oh, my God. I wish there was a better way to look at these. You guys give me a long leash here. I know that. Wait. Where is it? Because she said she gave me examples. And I couldn't believe it. Where the heck is it? I know, I know. Oh, yes. <laughs> Replying to me, I asked for the example. She writes back, the Bloomberg ad, question mark, snake emojis on Warren's tweets, calling Kamala a cop for months, and you just now? This is what she's giving me as examples of the abuse. Such incredible abuse by Bernie bros, me, even though I'm not a bro. I'm more of a hoe, I guess. Not a bro. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a hoe either. Yes, I know. Hey, I'm just. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't resist. But the Bloomberg ad. This is her example. Snake emojis on Warren's tweets. Are you serious? Calling Kamala a cop. That's abuse. Where the hell are we living? In Snowflake Land? Are they kidding me? 
And you just now, me, I was abusive because I said, give us examples instead of spreading BS. Give us the examples because it doesn't matter, you see. The game is, no matter what you say, if you are, if you have an alternate opinion, if you challenge them on the lies and the disingenuous attacks, you are accused of being abusive. You're abusive. Okay, he's getting upset. Go ahead. And it's ridiculous. Because what does it serve? It doesn't make any Bernie supporter want to vote for Biden or Bloomberg or Buttigieg. And it certainly doesn't um, silence us. It makes us more pissed off. Because it's it's a trap, you see. There's nothing. It's trying to silence us. That's all it's doing. It's designed to make us shut the F up and take your damn crumbs, you dumb surf. Do not question your betters when they're buying an election. Let them. It's not your place. If you were meant to buy an election, if you were meant to have a say in the government of buying for the people, e pluribus unum and all that, then you would have been you would have been born on third base thinking you hit a triple or you would have come up with some some way to separate people from your money like bloomberg oh he came up with a smart something or other for wall street whoopee freaking doopy how has he changed the world? He's the, and so now he gets to sit on the stages in the halls of power or on any radio station or wherever. Everybody's got to listen to him where he gets to say, oh, when I get to heaven, I'm not going to stop for an interview. I'm going to go right in. Oh, aren't you a legend in your own mind? Oh, Mr. Mr. Bloomberg, Mr. Bloomberg, Jesus uh, Daily News over here can... I have an opinion on uh, what do you think about sugary drinks and plebeians cutting their their diabetes medicine in half. Well, it's if only they were to have um, not drink those sugary drinks, they wouldn't have to die. They're just stupid, you see. And they need to be told what to do. They need to be put in their place. I can't come right out and say, shut up, shut the F up. Stop stirring up the plebs. Stop s- stirring the pot. Stop, stop with the, uh, the, the criticisms of the system that the founders certainly didn't fight a revolution to entrust to us, but the one that we have corrupted. It took many years to get to this point of corruption. And the people don't need to, they don't need to worry. They don't need to get their minds all twisted, thinking about the corruption. They just need to get to work and pay their taxes because God knows we're not going to pay them. They need to keep working and go to church on Sunday and pray. Pray for a trickle and pray for a mansion in heaven, but do not expect anything here. Stop stirring up the the plebs with all of this talk about uh, we, not us. I mean, us, not me, or whatever. I can't remember. Or, you know, stop, stop stirring it up. 
saying that things are corrupt. Cause I like uh, I'm a I'm I'm Bloomby over here. I need my I like it. I'm sp- he's like it reminds me of Andrew Carnegie. That's the way he thought. Oh, Andrew Carnegie was such a philanthropist, but in his writings he believed that he was smarter than everybody else. So it was good that he had all the money that his that the system in the first Gilded Age funneled the money into his pocket because he knew how to spend it, not the dumb fucks who worked for him. They were too busy dying from the, the, uh, the un- inhumane working conditions in his steel, steel mills. So, but they were stupid, you see. Working 16 hours a day... They weren't, you know, they didn't have that entrepreneurial spirit. They were too tired to live past 50. Because that was the the death rate in in Carnegie's steel mills. If you made it to 50, you were really on borrowed time. But that's what he would write. Oh, he believed how he, it was, he was just smarter than everybody else. So... Thank God that God saw that and gave him all their money, all the money of the plebs. Because he could distribute it equitably. Not, the plebs couldn't be trusted. If you give them a minute, they might, wanna, they might take a drink to take the edge off of their merciless existence. So he needed all that money. He needed all of the gains uh, for, of the work, of the labor that those who died in his mind made possible. But don't, don't pay. They knew their place back then. They didn't have all this uh, uppity thinking like, oh, gee, we want a seat at the table. Unbelievable. The Bloomberg ad? Snake emojis on Warren's tweets. Oh, my God, honey. If that's the best you can do, calling Kamala a cop. Oh, my God. Is it worse than being called a Bernie bro, even though you're not a bro? Is it, wor- is it worse than being told to shut up? Is it worse than deflecting and constantly hearing the lies and the attacks by the elites? Is that worse? Me, just now. Asking somebody, you got examples? So abusive. How dare this Bernie bro ask me to back up my baseless claims? So then it went on. It went on all day, basically. So she she writes, I think she's a she. You are very civil and smart and just disproved my point. Well done. I assume that that was sarcastic. And I just wrote, stop abusing me. So I just, I turned the tables in a sense, trying to, what doesn't matter, trying to shine a mirror, put a mirror up. Because that's what I thought. You got nothing. You're the abusive troll spreading lies. Don't worry. Medicare for all will cover that condition. And, uh, but I, I just couldn't believe this is the law. This is the, the abuse snake emojis calling Kamala a cop for months. Why is that 
such an abuse. Wow, me just now. Must be really hard being such a fragile snowflake. So, what did I write? Uh, well, anyway, I said, yes, I guess we're at the then they fight you stage. Funny, they never have examples of their so-called vicious attacks. This is nothing but a divide and conquer, smear tactic and propaganda straight from the bowels of the wine cave. And to reiterate, here's, I want to just play, this is Joe Biden and Chuck Todd. Now, remember how Chuck Todd called we Bernie bros the, uh, where, that we were brown shirts. He goes, snake emojis. Snake emojis and Jews dying in mass murder is, ju- is uh, comparable. Not just Jews, and uh, many other m- oppressed minority groups as well. And the systematic genocide, <laughs> you know, two things are the same, two su- sides of the same coin. There's a guy who says he's going to support whoever's a nominee, and he's all in. Are you confident his supporters will do that, or are you worried that some of his supporters... Look at this you think shit. Who, if his supporters are attacking culinary union members, who's responsible for that? Look, um, he may not be responsible for it, but he has some accountability. I'm going to not put you, put you in a spot you don't have to... You know me well enough to know if any of my supporters did that... I disown them, flat disown them. The stuff that was said online, the way they threw Notice he's got nothing. There's no examples. It's just, he just, go look for it. Listen. There are leaders in that culinary union. It is outrageous. Just, just go online. I invite anybody to go and take a look. I went online. I was looking all day for the examples. Attacking culinary union members. I want where, where? All I kept finding was how Biden says Sanders needs to stop his supporters' online attacks, and all that's all they said. And a official saying how we disown, we disavow the attacks. What attacks? women who are leaders in that culinary union it is outrageous just just go online i invite anybody to go and take a look the things they said the vicious malicious misogynistic of course it's misogynistic but bernie bros is not misogynistic right making just completely erasing the the female base of bernie's support which is more than these mother effers have that's for sure that's not misogynistic, though. They said the threats they put out and to say I disassociate is one thing. Find out who the hell they are. If any of them work for me, fire them. Find out. See what's going on. You don't think he's been curious enough? I'm hoping he's looking. But How I tell dare you, what, you, so far, I don't think How it's sufficient dare you? to say I disassociate myself. What about calling a woman a dog-faced lying pony soldier? Unbelievable. 
In one email, let me see, here's uh, top culinary union officials have faced threatening phone calls, emails, and tweets. That's because when the union is covering its own ass and saying, I got mine, sucks to be you, people called up and said, I don't support that policy. And they're like, I'm under attack. And in, in those hundreds and thousands or whatever tweets or calls, somebody acts and says something that they don't, um, I don't know, maybe they aren't 100% diplomatic. And it's, oh my God, I'm under attack. Not the millions of Americans who have no health care that are under attack. Not this attitude of it sucks to be you. I got a good health care plan and we're hanging by a thread. We can't lose our trickle. Don't ever get in the way of our trickle. And the fact that the culinary union, what, what, what good is the culinary union? What will they have to offer members in the culinary union? Why join the culinary union if they can't hold out their health care and say, hey, look, we got you this, this great health care plan. So let Americans die with nothing because they have to have their own their, their party has to continue their, their game, their racket in the culinary union. They're not thinking about the entire American people, the 44 million Americans who have nothing. They don't care. And what does it matter? I mean, they, if these culinary union members go on strike, what do you think the first thing that the bosses are going to do? They're going to say, get back to work bitches already taking your health care from you but the culinary union ha- they don't care the bosses in the culinary union are saying we look at what we join our union give us your dues because we got you this good health care let everybody else be damned let the country be damned uh, that's the new american way i got mine hanging but this is what happens when you have a government that is corrupt, that works for the 1%, you have the 1%, those who have theirs are, are holding on to it with dear life. And they, they'll, obviously, they certainly do not have the best interests of the entire system in, you know, in their hearts, that's for sure. They're covering their own ass. Their jobs, the culinary union's jobs, the ones who are saying to their members, look at us, look at what we got you. But don't, don't worry about it because if you uh, go on strike, it's the first thing they're going to hang over your head. And many members know that, that's for sure. Wouldn't it be nice to not have to worry about your boss holding your health care hostage? My God. I hope I'm not losing a million patrons tonight. Not that I had a million. But it is what it is. I have to be me. I'm so annoyed at the whole thing. I, I'm trying to f- prevent the repeat of 2016. I, I feel like I have to speak up about it. It's really, this is what's on the line. We have a billionaire buying the election, using attacks against us, 
They can't go for Bernie, obviously. So they're going to come for us. And they think that this is way, the way they're going to get people to the polls? This is how you're going to bring people into the Democratic Party? Are you serious? It's disgusting. It's vicious. It's misogynistic. Keep saying that, Biden, the one who allowed um, the abuse of Anita Hill. What's worse? A snake emoji or the the policies, the right wing policies that we have had inflicted on us by Clarence Thomas with the help of Clarence Thomas. For God's sakes, oh, everybody's so fragile all of a sudden. Joe Biden is so fragile. A snake emoji. Oh, gee. So let's destroy the country and give it to a billionaire. But you, it's all about greed. You see, he's paying the Democratic Party bosses. He's funding their campaigns. He's funding local Democratic Party all over the country. That is not an accident. The, yet the Republican mayor of New York is funding the Democratic Party. And there's not an accident that the corporate media will never mention that that Bloomberg was the Republican mayor of New York. Never mention it. But they will always mention Bernie's a socialist. Bernie's a socialist. He's not really a Democrat, even though he's caucused with the Democrats his entire life. And he's more of a Democrat than the Democrats claim to be in the wine cave. I'm sorry, you're not a Democrat if you're having secret meetings with billionaires in a wine cave, at least not the way I see the Democratic Party. But if that's your Democratic Party, we're coming for you. Oh, but not with, don't worry, we're not literally coming for you. Yeah, you might not have uh, access to Chuck Todd anymore and your, um, and your cocktail parties when we get money out of politics because you'll be useless. There'll be no reason for you. And that's what they're afraid of. And then they'll, they'll cut the, something out. They'll cut this, this section out and say, we're coming for you. See, abuse. She was being abusive. Not that they, the constant Bernie bro, you're a Bernie bro. Oh, and anything that you say is an attack. God, you suckers. And then plus, it's like, you know, even you, it's, it reminds me of the Republicans, honestly. Because I always think the Republicans, they're the same, it's like the, they're the whiners, they constantly attack, but then it's a testament to progressivism that even they will reap the rewards of the policies that we fight for, that progressives make possible, like Social Security, Medicare, all the, all the pre-existing conditions, coverage, whoopee-doopee. They all want the benefits, right? But that's what it reminds me of with these, uh, with these DLC Democrats who are whining and crying about Bloomberg, hopping on the Bloomberg bandwagon because they know who's bringing them to the dance. Well, those are the establishment. Then they have the regular people saying, oh, I don't like Bernie because, look, a snake emoji on my timeline. What a, what a disaster. It's horrible. It's not horrible, though, that 
mothers are making videos with their children holding up hashtag eyes for Emma or whatever and uh, go on GoFundMe to help my daughter see. Disgusting. That's not, that's not something that bothers them. They're not losing sleep over that. They're, they look at their timeline and say, oh my god, a snake emoji. Now, I'm sorry, Emma must remain blind. Because I cannot, if she had eyes to see, she would see these snake emojis. And honestly, she should consider herself lucky she can't see a snake emoji on a timeline. Because she would be shattered. Oh, God. You see, I'm having a heart attack here. I'm going to lose, like, every patron. Meh. Whatever. Then you just pick it up and keep moving. That's it. But let's let's take a trip down Bloomberg's lane. Oh, the Bernie Bros. With their emojis. But here's Bloomberg. This is an article from ABC News. From December, booklet of Mike's Bloomberg's of Mike Bloomberg's wit and wisdom could haunt him during the presidential bid. When Mike Bloomberg's friends and admiring colleagues compiled a small booklet of his quote wit and wisdom nearly thirty years ago, they opened it with this one liner Make the customer think he's getting laid when he's getting effed. From there, the crude language continued. What do I want? Quote, unquote. It says on page six, I want an exclusive 10-year contract, an automatic extension, and I want you to pay me, and I want oral sex from Jane Fonda, and I want... And have you seen Jane Fonda? Not bad for 50. This is 30 years ago. And sexist. If women... This is, these are all quotes from Bloomberg. But a snake emoji, right, is, a, is misogynist. Not Bernie Bros. Bernie Bros. That's not massages, but snake emojis and Bloomberg cha-ching, cha-ching. If women wanted to be appreciated for their brains, they'd go to the library instead of Bloomingdale's. <laughs> there you go. That's your Democratic candidate buying the election. I know for a fact that any self-respecting woman who walks past a construction site doesn't get a whistle will turn around and walk past it again and again. Until she gets one. Yeah, because you're so... You really know women, Bloomby. Up in that ivory tower. <laughs> because he thinks he's funny, you see. When he was saying the wit and wisdom of Mike Bloomberg, when he was giving all of his, his minions these little bites of wisdom, of wit and wisdom, excuse me, then they all had to laugh. No matter how stupid... And sexist he was, because he's writing their fucking checks. Just like the Democratic Party all has to get on board and say, oh, wow, good idea. Let's attack the base, like Bloomberg. They want, they, they have all this problem of Bernie, who's not a Democrat. I keep hearing how he's not a Democrat, but never a word about Bloomberg. Peddling Republican policies, running as a Republican, being the Republican mayor of New York. 
1990, the 32-page book of quotes was intended to be a light-hearted gift to celebrate the 48th birthday of the thriving company's up-and-coming boss. But as the former New York City mayor, well, former Republican mayor, begins his bid for the, president, the Democratic presidential nomination, I just want you to see Tara Jr. Jr. over here. That's a better view, really. We should just do this. <laughs> anyway. Um, this thin book is reemerging as evidence of an inconvenient chapter. Bloomberg has said in the past that he did not recall making the comments described in the booklet. Well, of course not, because you're lying. Language that might have flowed during the machismo-fueled 90s on Wall Street strikes a different chord during a nationwide political bid in the era of Me Too. There really, there's really little tolerance for a candidate who has problems with women, said Michael Sewers. Sewers, I mean. A professor of American government at Georgetown. Describing the Democratic Party. Things that used to not be talked about are now being talked about publicly. There's more attention on those kinds of issues, and politicians are asked to address it. Bloomberg has already started fielding questions about his own record with women. On Sunday at a campaign event in North Carolina, Bloomberg told ABC News his company has an enviable record of gender equality. Of did I, did I? I didn't say that into the microphone. Whatever. You heard it. There will always be somebody that's not happy. Yeah, you know, like a Bernie bro or something. Some of these snake emojis all over the place. But we are, we do very well in terms of attracting men and women to come work in the company. And the retention rate with both of them is good. As I think any, as I think of any real company. As good as I think, well, whatever. Obviously, I'm reading this not not good. Not good read. <laughs> read not good. A campaign spokesman, Julie Wood, or spokesperson, excuse me, told ABC News that Bloomberg believes his words have, will not have, wait, 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 believes his words have not always aligned with his values. Well. That's so normal for a, a politician who's full of shit, obviously. Like you in your daily life, your words don't always align with your values, right? Shit just comes out of your mouth. You're just like N-word, 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 right? Or F-word, F-word, F-word. And I don't mean the four-letter word. Or I ain't on and on. You just... You just... It doesn't align, right? And it's bullshit. We know that. Of course, most people, when they're speaking, it's like Bernie. You know, his words are consistent throughout his life. You're not going to go back and find words like this shit coming out of Bloomberg's mouth. ABC News has attained one of the only remaining original booklets titled The Portable Bloomberg, The Wit and Wisdom of Michael Bloomberg. To the, ex uh, wait, to the extent Bloomberg attempts to answer critics about the way he spoke to or treated female employees during the stage of his career, some former colleagues told ABC News the booklet is an accurate depiction of his conduct. 
the women who compiled the quotes from colleagues, Elizabeth DeMars, had served as Bloomberg's head of marketing in 1990s. In a brief conversation earlier this month, DeMars confirmed what she told New York Magazine when it first surfaced publicly in 2001 as Bloomberg ran for mayor of New York. Republican mayor of New York. They always neglect to say that. I don't know why. Well, we know why. I can't go on another three hours talking about it, but you know. You know why. He says this stuff to customers and new hires and anyone who comes into the office. Yes, these are actual quotes. No, nothing has been embellished or exaggerated. And yes, some things were outrageous, DeMars wrote in the book's forward, booklet's forward. In, in 2001, Bloomberg's political opponents seized on the contents as evidence he was unfit to lead city government. But any interest in the subject was wiped away just days before the story broke, when New York and the nation became consumed in the September 11th attacks. It is unclear how Democratic primary voters will assess the allegations in, the, in 2020 in the wake of the Me Too movement. Of course, it won't matter a whit because it'll be swept under the rug because they will do everything and anything in their power, in the halls of power, to stop Bernie, to stop the party from stopping the double negative. That's what they're doing. They want to keep the gravy train rolling. And it doesn't matter how many Americans have to die. These are people that send people to illegal wars based on lies. They don't care. They're not concerned. Okay. I'm just checking in on you guys. I know. Jim says, we're all going to have PTSD from this shit. Yes, it's true. I already have PTSD from my childhood. Now I got PTSD from my government. I do have PTSD. There's no doubt. It is stressful living in the United States of serfs and lords. Because you're always hanging by a thread. You never know where the attacks come from. You can't, I see, I feel like I took the red pill, you know what I mean, in the Matrix, and I see what's going on. And it's really disheartening to watch people who claim to be on your side constantly sell us out again and again and again, and here we are. It was like when I was young, I remember Bill Clinton, I voted for Bill Clinton. It was, I think, my first vote. Yes. And it was, actually. And um, anyway, I remember, I remember the speeches of Bill Clinton. And at this time, I was young. And I was, but I was gay. Always been. You know, I haven't always been 100% out of the closet. I think I told you guys that when I was, I couldn't handle being gay when I was little, well, when I was young, because I was, I was raised Catholic. I was, I remember sitting in church, listening to priests talk about gays and how horrible gays are and going to hell and the whole campaign against, and that, that's when I was really little, when um, they, that show Soap came on and there was a gay character the first gay character on television, and the priest. There was a whole big campaign at the church 
do not let your children watch soap. And I was barred from watching it. And anyway, I got in trouble for watching it. Once I tried to watch it, my father bust in the room on my little black and white TV with my, I had a blanket over my head and I turned the TV on low, like click. And my father opened the door. You watching that soap? Of course, it stopped me from being gay. <laughs> no, all it did was make me want to kill myself. You know what I mean? Because that's what they do. This is what happens. In the, that's why suicide rates and for young, te- young gay teens are very high. Those are the ones that we know of. Because you're living in a world where the whole, you know, you're just a, kick, a punching bag. Who the hell wants to be that, right? You're going through growing up everything and all of the angst of being a young person and a teenager. Nobody wants to be the outsider, to be the, the some uh, a thing that the powerful, the, the priests, the ones who have all the power to say are going to hell. What kind of shit is that? It's so... There, this is why, honestly, uh, religion, that's why I, I'm not a Catholic. I was raised Catholic, but I have too much respect for myself now to go there and bend a knee in a Catholic church in that misogynist organization. These people talk about misogyny. Give me a break. Then they'll all say, oh, I, 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 they'll all pretend to, to go to church, though, right? In, in places where only men can be priests. And they'll not even put it together. But we're misogynists because of a snake emoji. Anyway, what was the point of the story? I was, what was the story? Oh, yeah, and I voted. Okay, yes, yes, yes. When um, Clinton, I remember watching Bill Clinton give a speech. And he talked about the first time I ever heard gay by a politician. He was, it, it, that wasn't negative. And he was like, we're in this together, or whatever he was talking about. We Americans, we're in this together. It's not those brown people or those gay people. I remember him, him saying that. And I remember watching this speech and thinking, yes, yes, finally, a politician, someone with power is, is coming to the rescue, is saying, the, uh, is, is, is challenging the American people to evolve is saying it's not okay to be uh, to be attacked by the by the powerful. Anyway, and um, you know to use gays as the convenient scapegoat du jour. Anyway, so time marched on. And what did uh, Bill Clinton do? Of course, when he got in office, he he all he campaigned on on uh, gays in the military, undoing the the ban on gays in the military, and he gave us "Don't ask, don't tell." That bullshit policy, and which says that you're you're nothing but uh, you should be ashamed that the reason. You know, I, I, you guys know, I went through security clearance because I was in the National Guard. I, my MOS required it. And that's why you, you allow gays, that you have to be open. Be, so somebody can't bribe you. They can't hang it over your head. 
You know what I mean? And obviously, we knew, we are we all knew that, but because of political expedience, they they don't take the the stand. They don't they don't challenge those who are on the wrong side of history to evolve. So they throw certain minority groups to the wolves, and that that's usually the the religious authorities or whatever, the dumbass, the politicians, the Republicans. And so he did Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and he also signed the Defense of Marriage Act. And I remember I wrote a letter to him, to Bill Clinton, and I remember saying something like, with a stroke of a pen, this was when I was younger, I can't remember, I, I said something like, with a st- I think I have it, actually, I think I must still have a copy of it somewhere, anyway. Um, you, with a stroke of a pen, you relegated me once again to second class status. And of course that has an effect on, on life in general, on your life, on your views. That's why you can throw a rock in a, randomly in a Republican convention and hit a closet case because they don't have the courage it takes to to come out and live an authentic life and they get they're a bunch of bullies you know what i mean and yeah so a defense of marriage act what kind of a country has a something called the defense of marriage act you know what i mean and bill clinton knew that it was nothing but a handout to the cowards and he was a coward it, this is how they play with our lives like we're nothing and with Don't Ask, Don't Tell as well. The military have done study after study after study about unit cohesion, gays in the military, unit cohesion, and other militaries around the world have open gay service people with no detrimental effect on unit cohesion. What breaks unit cohesion is lying, our secrets. That's when you disrupt unit cohesion. And I know, I, I was in the military when this Defense of Marriage Act was the, the, the rule. And, yeah, it does break unit cohesion. But the, the thing is, I remember saying this, somebody said to me, oh, how come you're not, you don't have a boyfriend or whatever. This is when I was on, on base one day. And I was like, oh, I'm gay. <laughs> I just let it out. And she was like, shut up. And I remember thinking, fuck this. Fuck this. You go back in time. I'm supposed to be ashamed now again? But I knew it was only a matter of time. But I was not. Of course, I was I was uh, not just asking. I was telling. So, And there are people in the military. You know they're, uh, they're gay. You know what I mean? But that's not here, neither here nor there. Is anything to divide and conquer. Throw them to the wolves. Talk about a, 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 a just a cynical, cynical act of, on Bill Clinton. Defense of Marriage Act? Are you serious? I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for this. And then, of course, in the history of this country... It becomes, people evolve. People say, F that. 
They stand up anyway. They come out anyway. They are themselves anyway. In spite of them. In spite of the hate that the cowards in the halls of power So, Because they want to keep their cushy jobs. You think Bill Clinton really gave a shit about gays? You think he really he overthank it? He really cared? No. He's just throwing a bone to the bigots. Of course. And then in there's there's where is it? I probably have it somewhere. But there's a video of Hillary Clinton during when she was the senator from New York. Talking about how she believed well, because remember there was this whole thing with civil unions that it was uh, politically expedient for some of these fake Democrats to be for civil unions. Not, not marriage, because marriage was a religious thing, you know. It was between a man and, uh, and his three trophy wives, a, a sacred bond. And... The uh, and so Hillary, when she was the senator from New York, she was asked about marriage, and she said that she believed that marriage was a sacred bond between a man and a woman, and that annoyed the fuck out of me because she's full of shit too. And there was another, this is what happens. So we're being thrown under the bus, just like we've always been thrown on the, under the bus. So, yeah, so Hillary, you think she really gave a shit? But no, she's evolved, you see. Oh, like Joy Reid's evolved. We all evolved about marriage. Bullshit. But Bernie never had to evolve. And this is what made me mad during the 2016 election as well, because I used to give money to the HRC, the Human Rights Campaign, which is a gay organization, equal, you know, for equal rights. And they came out and endorsed, uh, they endorsed Hillary. In spite of the fact that Bernie had been fighting in the trenches with us his entire career, when it wasn't politically advantageous, the HRC voted to, or whatever, they decided to endorse Hillary. And she came out with a video, I am so glad to be chosen by the HRC. And she had all her gay flag swag and shit in her, in her swag store. And, but the thing is, the, no, there's absolutely no loyalty. This is what pissed me off. This is why I never, whenever they tweet me, or not tweet me, though, they send texts for donation. I always text back Bernie. <laughs> Just Bernie. Bernie 2020. Bernie 2016. What happened? Because there's something to be said. You should have loyalty for those who have been fighting in the trenches with you for decades. When it wasn't in the political, um, you know, in the political uh, adva advantage column. It was actually a detriment. But what's right is right. And they all knew what was right. Clinton knew what was right and wrong. But he just couldn't. He hadn't, didn't have the courage to stand up. He had, all of these were executive orders. He could have just did away with don't ask, don't tell. Could have, could have did away with the, with the bullshit. 
Instead of this compromise, don't ask, don't tell. Give me a break. Let's see. What does it say? Defensive Marriage Act. Same sex. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was... Is this a... Oh, no. It's a, it was a law that passed the House, passed the Senate, and signed into law by Bill Clinton. Same-sex marriage emerged as an issue in the late 1980s, drawing opposition from socially conservative groups. Congressman Bob Barr and Senator Don Nichols, both members of the Republican Party, introduced the bill. Well, isn't that a wonderful thing to go down in history with? Let's hope they're rotting in, in their cold graves and burning in hell. Oh, my God, I'm, there I go being abusive again. I am so sorry. Send, somebody send me a snake emoji to atone. Let's see. It passed the House by both. It passed both houses of Congress by large veto-proof majorities with opposition coming from approximately one-third of the Democratic caucus in both the House of Representatives and the Senate. Clinton criticized the law as divisive and unnecessary, but nonetheless signed it into law. Why would you do that? Why would you sign it? Fucking veto it. Let them override it. But, you know, gay schmays. It's just your life. It's only human beings. It's only kids killing themselves. It's only gays being attacked and murdered. Oh, well. Oh, my God. Guys, it's getting to be that time again. I'm a, I apologize in advance that, I don't know, if I pissed you off, I don't know what to do. That's, it is what it is. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Let's just read this. Bernie Sanders' base is diverse and very young. Sanders' base is going into 2020. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Sanders base going into 2020 election explained the Bernie bro, quote unquote, the young, loud, angry white man that came to define Senator Sanders base. Give me a break there. okay? but whatever is looking a lot more diverse these days. As Sanders begins to crisscross the country for his 2020 presidential bid, proving he can consolidate the Democratic base will be his biggest test. And that's what the establishment want to prevent at all costs. They want to turn those low-information voters against Sanders. Just keep saying shit, saying it's divisive, it's, it's ugly, it's misogynistic, it's like Trump. You see? That will turn the low-information voters around. They'll say, oh, I can't support Bernie. I must go for Bloomberg. Because Bloomby, he's, uh, he's a Democrat. Bernie's not even a Democrat. I keep hearing. And his, his base is so, is horrible. And, but Bloomberg, he's, is he a Democrat? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, don't, don't pay no attention to the Republican after, the, after his name. Or all those years and him buying the election and him... Then buying a third term in New York City and then leaving that third term and turning around and buying the reversal 
of term limits, of, of the reversal of term limits. That's what he did. This is some, some kind of oligarch here. But no, 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 don't call him an oligarch. He just buys elections and write, rewrites the rules for himself. Because he's really a Democrat. If that's the Democrats today, <laughs> they certainly look a lot like oligarchs. So, okay. We were criticized for being too white. That was a correct criticism, Sanders said on the Breakfast Club show in March. We were criticized for being too male. That was a correct criticism. That's going to change. It's starting to. An analysis of recent polls from November 2018 to to March 2019 shows Sanders is more popular with people of color than white people. Well, there you go. Bernie bros. And women like Sanders as much as men do. And And now, according to latest polls, there were more female support for Bernie Sanders than men. But, you know, Bernie bro, Bernie bro, Bernie bro. If not more, he leads every other possible 2020 contender with Latino voters and lags only behind Joe Biden. Now, this was written in March of 2019. Um, he, who hasn't announced yet, this is before, <laughs> with African-American voters. Sanders polling numbers with black voters are double that of Kamala Harris. According to an incoming what, 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 March morning consult poll, the Sanders campaign has announced two women of color Ohio State Senator Nina Turner and San Juan Puerto Rico Mayor Carmen Yulin Cruz to be co chairs of his campaign, along with, in, with Indian American Rep. Ro Kohana and Ben and Jerry's founder, co founder Ben Cohen. His campaign manager is Fa- Fariz Shakir, a longtime. I don't know if I pronounced that right. A longtime progressive activist. Three years ago, Sanders lost the Democratic nomination to Hillary Clinton in part because he couldn't win over black voters, so they say. And partly because of the rules and certain uh, whatever. Let's not relitigate. If anybody saw Michael Moore's latest film, you might be a little bit uh, pissed that. And see that they many of the delegates went for gay went to went to Hillary even though the voting the people voted for Bernie. But oh well, that's the point of super delegates. Really, it's not a it's not a democratic process. It's to stop democracy from breaking out. Exit polls after every 2016 primary showed the same result. Again and again, Clinton won black voters by a large margin, even in states where Sanders claimed victory overall. Since then, reports of gender and pay discrimination in his 2016 campaign, allegations of sexual harassment about uh, some of his campaign surrogates, and a dysfunctional and neglected black outreach team have continued to feed the narrative that Sanders was the white man's Democratic candidate. Whatever. But race and gender weren't only... They weren't the only defining demographic attributes in 2016. Rather, another age has proven to be among the most enduring factors. Women were actually split between Clinton and Sanders by age. Young women like Sanders, older women didn't. By the end of Sanders' 2016 race, he had improved with black voters, but only young ones. In a packed and diverse field of hopefuls made up of, this was months ago, 
made up of women, people of color, and millennials, blah, 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 ranging the entire democratic ideological spectrum. Sanders is a known quantity. Whatever. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, guys, what do you think? Shall we wrap it up? I don't know. Nobody cares. Nobody loves me. (laughs) I'm only kidding. I'm feeling very depressed about everything. And I start seeing things through shit-colored glasses. Look at this. Another article from CNN. The Swarm. How a subset of Sanders supporters use hostile tactics to drown out critics. How do you drown out somebody on Twitter, by the way? We don't have a platform. This is it. This is the liberal media. They have MSNBC. They have CNN. They have ABC News. And on and on and on. How are we drowning out? But it doesn't have to make sense. It just has to trigger some emotion. Like the snake emoji. Abuse. Oh my God. Like that lady said, look, you just now, I'm being abusive by saying, you got any examples of this so-called abuse or are you just spreading BS? Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Keep on dying without health care. We must continue to funnel more money into the top and fund a broken system because that's the best we can do. Unbelievable. And then the other thing, I have to show you this. Oh, my God. Because this pissed me off, too, because this is Elizabeth Warren coming out against Bernie with jumping on the, the Bloomberg bandwagon. So when Culinary 226 did come out and criticize Bernie Sanders for Medicare for All, his supporters really attacked them. Do you feel, and you're, you're someone who's actually come under that attack before, back in Iowa. Back yeah, with January, all the snake emojis. Oh, my God. enough to condemn the culture online that stems from his movement? I've said before that we are all responsible for what Give me a break. Really? And I think Bernie has... Every single, all of the millions, all of the millions of people. All of the millions, the record donations, all those millions of people are responsible for everything they do online. Okay. Don't, don't expect them to be held to account, though, these Warren supporters or the baseless charges that I keep getting against me by those saying, Oh, my God, you're being abusive. And this is what I said to that lady who who was tweeting at me today. Oh, my God. Every time she said, she she was like, you're, whatever, you know, this is like Twilight Zone. Because I was like, you're being abusive. She kept tweeting at me. So I was like, stop abusing me. Why are you abusing me? There you go again. Abuse, abuse, abuse. Doesn't matter what you say. So even, look at this shit. Look at my computer now. Someone tweeted this. Isn't that abuse? Are you saying that I'm a Nazi? That's abuse. The only Jewish candidate, well, now Bloomberg, right? Say no to Bernie. Unbelievable. 
So this is an abuse, though, being compared to a Nazi. Uh, not, not abusive at all. I, I'm telling you guys, I'm losing it. Oh, where is it? I am particularly worried about what happened to the attacks on members of the Culinary Union. Oh, my goodness. Uh, on the, the snake emoji. Particularly on the women. This is bullshit. This is what they have to do. Sew up the, 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 this tale of misogyny while completely erasing the misogyny of, of calling all of Bernie supporters Bernie bros. Particularly the misogyny. I'm trying to find, while this is going on, I was trying to find, because I had the article up, the list of Michael Bloomberg's donations. He gave to a hell of a lot of Democrats. I had it. God damn it. I'm telling you. It was, he gave to Pete Buttigieg. He gave to Elizabeth Warren. Is, is she that desperate? Honestly, I have lost all respect for every other Democratic Party candidate. I hope I can come down from this, frankly. And trust me, I guess I will vote for whoever it is. I, no, I will not be happy. And it will be holding my nose. Because I'm really sick of it. Particularly the misogyny of being constantly called a Bernie bro. Of being made invisible. And being called a Nazi? Really? This is the kind of support. So you, call, you completely negate and devalue the passionate support of the working class that Elizabeth Warren can only dream of. She wishes she was Bernie. So instead of joining, she just jumps on Bloomberg's bandwagon. Why are you taking money from Bloomberg, Elizabeth Warren? Let me find this. I'll just keep playing this, hold on. Of publishing their personal addresses, their phone numbers, and then making very aggressive threats oh my against goodness. their own safety and the safety of their families. I haven't seen that any of these not. tweets, by the way. None of them. I, I looked like Joe Biden suggested. I can't find a goddamn tweet. All I hear is Elizabeth Warren got some snake emojis. That's, that seems to be very offensive to them. We build an inclusive Democratic Party. And how do you build an inclusive Democratic Party? By negating the record supporters that, that are supporting Bernie. By this bullshit. It is not how we build Donald Trump. We do not build on a foundation of hate. Of hate, really? Well, I guess we build on a foundation of greed, though. We build on a foundation of self-serving greed and lies. Unbelievable. We build on that, I suppose. Let's see. Where is this goddamn article? 
This is why I need patrons. Because I'm always like, where's this article? Where's that article? Right? You don't want to hear this shit. You want to you wanna just... We want to talk about other shit. We don't want to look and be like, where's this article? Because I had the goddamn open secrets thing. Oh, here. Maybe this is it. Let's see. Oh, yes. Here it is. This is the open secrets. Where are you guys? <clears throat> right here. Bloomberg. Recipients. Dems. Repubs. Look at that. He's given to Republicans this cycle. Huh. Look. Oh, boy. Pete Buttigieg. Number one. Elizabeth Warren, number four. Oh, look, he gave to Bernie? What? How is that possible? Oh, yes, I guess he can. If you're a... Anybody can give to anybody. That's true. This is weird. I'm confused. <laughs> Donald Trump? What? He's given to Trump? This is insane. What? Are you kidding me? The Joe Biden, Amy Klobuchar, these are all the candidates. Am I reading this correctly? Among federal candidates, 2020 cycle. Buttigieg, top. Mark Warner, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Gene Shaheen, Kamala Harris, Andrew Yang, Joe Kennedy, Kristen Dillibrand, Joe Biden, Donald Trump. What the fuck? Amy Klobuchar, Cory Booker, Seth Mo what? Ted Cruz? What? Michael Bennett, why is he giving money to Ted Cruz and 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 fucking Twitler? Am I am I losing my mind? See what I'm what? This is what I mean. AOC $456. Ilan Omar 383. Why are the why are these weird numbers too? Am I reading this correct? I'm really bugging out. This is your Democratic president? What? House majority. Democratic Party of Virginia. Yeah. Independence USA PAC. Pete Buttigieg, number one, Mark Warner, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Gene Shaheen, Kamala Harris, Democratic Party of California, Connecticut Democratic State Central Committee, Democratic Party of Iowa, Georgia Federal Elections Committee, Minnesota Democratic Farmer Labor Party, Rhode Island Democratic 
State Committee, Democratic Party of New Hampshire, Andrew Yang, Joe Kennedy, Missouri Democratic State Committee, Kristen Dillibrand, or Kirsten, I mean, Wyoming State Democratic Central Committee, Democratic Party of Arkansas. Why do you think he's giving money to all of these local Democratic parties? Of course, it's part of the bribes. Democratic Executive Committee of Florida, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Lucy McBath, Ed Markey, Amy Klobuchar, Cory Booker, Jack Reed, Jackie Rosen, Holly Lynch, Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, Smart Solutions Pack, whatever that is, Seth Moulton, Alyssa Slotkin, Josh Kothmer, Ted Cruz, Michael Bennett, what the F? Amy McGrath, isn't, oh my God, Steve Bullock, Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, Democratic Party of Wisconsin, Carolyn B. Maloney, these are local polls, New York Republican Federal Campaign Committee, are you fucking shitting me? He's giving money to the local bastards in the Republican Party to stop things like the $15 minimum wage and shit like that. Jay Inslee. Isn't he that asshole? American politician, governor of Washington. Remember? Oh, he's a Democratic. I thought he was a Republican. That's why I was asking. Beto O'Rourke. Mickey Sherrill, Julian Castro, off the sidelines. What is that? Off the sidelines? Is that a pack? Off the pack. Off the sidelines pack. What is that? Affiliate Christian Gilliband. Chris Kirsten. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Susie Lee. Sean Patrick Maloney, blah, 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 Wolfpack, that's Seth, that's uh, Jenk Younger's thing, Ted Lou. holy shit, this mother effer, oh no, that's a good guy, I thought for a second, I had him confused, someone else, AOC, Lizzie Fletcher, Marianne Williamson, this is insane, to Tulsi Gabbard. What? Are you guys as bugged out by this as I am? Anyway, when you buy something, you gotta, you, you gotta hedge your bets. You just gotta buy that shit. Right? I, well, he's giving money. This guy gave money to Donald Trump. Remember that. He's your Democratic great white hope. Unbelievable. Anyway. I don't know. I'm mad. Guys. I hope the show didn't suck. I really do. Thank you for hanging out and letting me rant. It was a big, it was a kind of a rant today. 
I don't know if it helped anybody. If it helped anybody blow off steam. Let me see. We only got $10 in Super Chats. That kind of... It is what it is. We have... You know, to ha we really need to have a set schedule. This is how you build a community. You can't just pop in whenever you want, but it is the, it's the uh, cards we were dealt at this time. Until we get enough patrons to get a goddamn daily show. It is what it is. And this is what we're up against. We are up against the machine from both sides. Not just the Republicans. The Republicans are horrors. But we have a Democratic Party establishment that is really seems determined to bring on a second term of Twitler. And it will be their fault. You don't attack the base of your party and expect a kumbaya moment that they're all demanding, that we all have to come together to defeat Trump, then why are you attacking the base? Well, we know why. Because they're swimming in that dirty pool, corroded by money. And Bernie is the truth teller that's coming in. He's... uh. Opens up. It's like when the lights go on. You ever you ever hang out in a bar when they turn the lights on after last call, and all of a sudden you're talking to your friends and you're like, "Holy shit!" It's a shocker. We're ugly in the light. That's what it's like. That's like Bernie. He's coming in. Everybody's like, "Yeah, woo!" In the wine cave. Like, I wish I had some a sound effect. <laughs> well, here's. Can you hear this? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a wine cave. Let's see. How about this? I'm, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm going to add to this library of sounds. I'm disappointed. Or. Some people are just born to be slaves. Let me see. Wait, hold on. Let me see if I can get a party going up in here. Let's see if you can hear this. Can you hear that? I'm, I'm disappointed. Some people are just born to be slaves. I'm disappointed. Some people are just born to be slaves. I'm disappointed. Some people are just born to be slaves. I'm disappointed. Some people are just born to be slaves. Anyway, I hope you, could you hear that? <laughs> it's true. It's like, that's what's going on in the wine cave. You know what I mean? It's, there's the music. And then you have the, the powerful people just hanging out like. I'm disappointed. Some people are just born to be slaves. I'm disappointed. Some people are just born to be slaves. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Some people are just born to be slaves. <laughs> so anyway, we need some sound of tr tinkling 
cocktail glasses and whatnot. Anyway. <laughs> and Bernie comes in, right? And it's like, they're like... Some people are just born to be slaves. I'm disappointed. And he's like... <laughs> and I, I needed a record scratch. Like... The 1% of buying the election. And he's in there like... We are in this together. We leave no one behind. And they're like, oh, man. Some people are just born to be slaves. So, and that's what they think. All right, guys. <laughs> that's what it is. And then the, the light comes on. And you're like, oh, shit. They're like, oh, my God. Party's over in here. And Chuck Todd's like, what do I do with the rest of my life? If I can't. The elixpital of the politicians I'm supposed to be reporting on. What can I do? What will bring meaning to my life? Mamma mia. <laughs> listen, listen. Remember what I said. Some people are just born to be slaves. I never said, uh, no, no, I never said that. How about this? Let's see, where is that? Oh, this is too low. Ah, it's too low. That was, or maybe this. This is when, when Ted Cruz looks at, at Twitler. And he's like, or oh, well, when Mike Pence. This is what goes on in his head. That I'm feeling. Anyway, all right. I'm glad some of these sound effects are working. I need a better library, obviously, but that's what I have to get. I have to get a record scratch. I got to get some Bernie sounds, too. And, yeah, there you go. All right, all right. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Listen, guys, that's what you get when you're a patron. More sound effects. More things like this. I'm disappointed. I know you are, Susan Collins. I'm disappointed. I get it. I get it. Some people are just born to be slaves. They only have those two clips. <laughs> so, we're, we're on a limited budget. Which one's loud? Disappointed? I'm disappointed. Yeah, I guess it is a little loud. I'm disappointed. What a bitch. Oh, my God. There I go. Bernie browing out on her. You guys are amazing. Thank you for hanging out. And 8, 30, 9, 30, 10, 30, 11, 13. Mamma mia. We went for two, over two hours. And I wish I can keep going, but I need to go and get unconscious for my mental health more than anything else. So, wait, 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 wait. The swooning song was quiet? The, this song? Right here? But I love you so much that the sound that me Is that, is that louder? All right, that's better, okay. I gotta watch these levels. Everything is so many things to look at. 
My eyes are full. I can't see another thing. All right. Thank you, guys. You're like my... You're my staff, basically. Really. Except you pay me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. And But you're like the co-producers of the show. Especially Haiku. I have to thank Haiku publicly. Not only is he the moderator, he is also the one who is instrumental in helping me get the clips together for the show. And we hope to be making more clips so people can share. And that will hopefully attract more supporters and and people hang out in the chat room. This is how we're going to get through it. We get through it together. That's the only way we will win. And as I always say, thank you, Haiku. We will win because we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of humanity. I want to want you to see Tara Jr. Jr. one more time. <laughs> Before we say goodnight. Isn't he good? I love this cat. I love Francis Jr. Jr. and Tara Jr. Jr. Where's Francis? Francis! He's probably on the refrigerator. He's like his own man now. On the refrigerator. He's just hanging out on the refrigerator like it's his own apartment. He thinks he owns the goddamn refrigerator. You guys are... Really, uh, you know, I can't even tell you how much I, I appreciate you and how much you mean to me. So I, I hope you know. All I got to say is... Yeah. I know that song is insane. It's so hard to explain. How much I love you You make me want to get on the show Some people are born victims Some people are just born to be slaves Shut up, Rush Limbaugh Alright, guys <laughs> I keep saying I'm going to leave But I mean it this time Thank you for hanging out and for all your support. Thank you for your super chats. The, of course, Jim, Patricia, and Haiku. We will get more super chats. The other day I was telling you, I, today again, sometimes I watch a video. This, um, I watch these scam baiters. I don't know if you've ever seen them. It's very, they're very funny. They call up people who are scammed. With these, like, IRS, I get these calls, too. They're like, you're under arrest, there's a warrant out for your arrest, your social security number, blah, blah, blah. And people get duped by, by it, and they call, and they get them to go and buy Google Play cards. Anyway, there's a guy who's called Kit Boga, and there's another one called Scammer Payback, or whatever. I listen to these shows sometimes while I'm doing other things, because it's just something to have on in the background sometimes when I don't want to scream at the television. And anyway, the point is, I was watching this guy. He's, he does scam baiting. So he, the point is to keep these scammers on the line so they're not really calling. They're not calling a real victim. They're doing a public service, really. 
Anyway, the point is, this guy, I kid you not, I should take a screen grab next time, was getting super chats, and I'm not trying to make you guys feel bad, but I'm saying this is, I'm hoping this is possible one day. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, who are these people watching this show? I couldn't believe it. That's a lot of super chats. Me, mamma mia. We could have a daily show if we had those kind of super chats. That's for sure. So we will get there eventually. In the meantime, keep doing what you're doing. Share the show. Like the show. Give the show a good review. Share the show with your friends. Haiku, send some clips whenever, you know, and I get to them. I'll get to them quickly, hopefully. And uh, otherwise, we will see each other. I'm not sure if I'm going to do a a watch party tomorrow. I'll have to see because if you guys couldn't hear the, the, uh, the screen when I had it up, I don't know why, so... But I'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Otherwise, I will hope to see you soon. And I will definitely see you on Saturday, no matter what. And I see some people are leaving the chat before they were dismissed. Other than that, that's okay. Go get unconscious. Get revived for, t- for the, another day to fight the decline of the working class. Because we got a lot of work ahead of us. And, as I always say, we stick together, we win, and we will win, because we are on the right side of history, we are on the right side of, of humanity, I was going to say emojis, <laughs> of humanity. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. I will see you very soon.